0: the podcast we discussed 10 years of Downton Abbey. Now how do we go about this? Well we've put together a few lists running down some of our favorite moments and characters and you know we welcome your feedback we want to hear what you think we hope you enjoy this lively discussion of Downton Abbey.
1: And we're back home.
0: Here we are, finally our return to Downton. It's only been a few months since we last talked down, but it's always it always feels like an eternity when we don't talk about it.
1: It does. It feels well. I also um, moderate or not moderate. I'm I'm the guy who does the uploading, and I see the stats, and I just see how like our movie episode is one of our most played episodes, and that's just about a year old right now, whereas. Mm-hmm. Some of our older episodes from old. Downton are like, you know, it's like people love our Downton coverage. People came,
0: they showed up for Downton. I mean, that's what we build ourselves as. I mean, we're the lords of Grantham. I, <laughs> the the crown stuff is almost all, all supplemental at this point. That's true. Um, that's true. Pe- people know what they want out of us. And I've been actually just doing some research for this episode that we're recording now. Just doing some research got me so geeked, again, to be talking about Downton.
1: It made me realize I'm, how, I'm how little actual research I have to do and how much... I can coast off of my knowledge of this show.
0: It's it's like you know, uh, was it what the Jedi do? Search your feelings, you know, exactly. And, and then you just know what's true, and that's just that Downton is the best. It's it's definitely and also the worst. It's but where it's we the hang best. our house. <laughs> Absolutely, it's home. It is home. Um, I don't know if we've been too clear with our listeners what we're going to do for this episode, but. Instead of reviewing a traditional down episode, as as we've done many times over, mm-hmm. uh, we are going through the lists. It is ten years of Down Abbey, so we have a bunch of lists. I, I uh, broken out in uh, segments of five, but we do have one top ten list.
1: Yeah, and this the by the time you're listening to this, the the ten year anniversary will be Saturday, the twenty sixth of September.
0: Well, unless you listen to it after, yeah, the yeah Saturday well, the 26th. So the Saturday <laughs> the 26th
1: of September 2020 marks 10 years of Downton Abbey. 10 years of Downton Abbey in the in the limelight, UK. in the existence.
0: Yeah, because it came to the U.S. in early 2011. Okay. Uh, but for the world at large, it officially came to be <laughs> 10 years ago. Um. Yeah, I mean, we've already kind of covered it. But Dave, do you remember the first time you heard about Downton? Just to jog some listeners' memories.
1: Uh, yeah, I heard about it from one of one of you. I want to say you are our attorney, Kevin, or Sean. I think Sean McCabe from mm-hmm. our board game episode, as well as his new podcast, *Ain't It Scary*. I think he was one of the people that he said he binged it with his dad. Yeah, which was one yeah, of those things that was like, okay, this show is is described as a soap opera, but this this uh. Twenty-two-year-old man just sat and watched five hours of Barrow and Bates and Robert with his dad in court and core uh, yeah. and all the women folk, obviously.
0: Yeah, and as I have said, I worked at a library at the time, and it was the the talk of the town. Literally, I was in the main town library working there, and every single person ages fifty and up could not get enough of Down Abbey. They just kept asking all the time, "When's that DVD coming in? When's that box set coming in?" This is you like know, and a box set is two discs. I mean, but it came in a box. Uh and yeah, it, people could not get enough of it. And then, you know, I think it's it started streaming on, on Netflix uh on its early stages of you I know. I thought it was
1: Prime first.
0: No, it was it was Netflix. The first two seasons were on Netflix oh. in the early O's, double O's, and then in twenty thirteen it switched to Amazon. Okay, but I, I remember that, I that was one of the first shows two, like, you had to have watched on Netflix. You you had to have.
1: I think I no, no, what happened was I may or may not have bootlegged season 1 and then
0: purchased season 2. <laughs> may or may not have. <laughs> may or I may think not we know have. where you lie on that. Well, line.
1: hey, I bought the DVD for season 2, so
0: for your mother, not for no, yourself. No, for myself. And then you gave it to your mother?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I know she has about the Blu-rays, which I bought the okay. DVDs specifically. Remember that?
0: Got it. Okay. Well, it's been it's been a long road and uh <laughs> Who knew we would end up here, but here we are.
1: Yeah, does it feel t- like a 10 year old show?
0: Yes, <laughs> in, in a lot of ways. If, if in a way that it, I don't know, it's it's different, it's almost like a friend where, where you know when you know someone for just even a few years, it starts to feel like forever, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it is with Down. It's like, whereas like Breaking Bad feels very much in the rear view mirror, removed, far away, Down Happy is very much alive and with us.
1: <laughs> that's true, that's true. I feel like, um. There's a lot of people and our friends and and people we don't know that that sort of burn through the office and Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine like this sort of background TV show and I know with Ring for Tea they said Downton was their background show, but there's something about the the characters and the tone of Downton is so it's like light and heavy at the same time, mm-hmm. so I think it is the perfect drama to fill that void of sort of a every day you can throw it on if you catch it on you'll sit down and keep watching kind of thing
0: yeah i don't know about that i don't know if it's a background tv show for me it's a little too heavy for me dog well also I, I also can't just throw i don't it on. i don't have
1: background tv i don't believe in background tv you don't have a tv at all well i mean in a world where i have a tv that's okay <laughs> <I think laughs> that's... in a world
0: where you have a tv there isn't background t- you wait you don't believe in background tv i don't b-
1: f- firmly against background tv
0: there is nothing, no better background TV than WWE Network. <laughs> well, that is legit background TV. Well, that's, for me. that's
1: gym TV for me.
0: Okay, and that's not background TV for you?
1: No, because I'm paying it. No, I think anything that you choose to put on is not background anything.
0: Listeners, define for us what is background TV for you. What do you watch and what is on in the background? <laughs> uh, I, I, But I, I think we're both on the same page. Downton doesn't seem to fit that bill for us.
1: But if I walked into a room... And someone had cable, and someone had Downton Abbey on.
0: Mm-hmm. I would
1: sit down and probably watch the whole episode.
0: So it's New Year's Eve. Everyone's at the party, but someone has the TV on tuned to Downton. You just sit down and you're watching. That's down. different. The that's, ball is dropping and everything. The
1: context is key in that. In that <laughs> okay. context, no. Okay.
0: <laughs> Your birthday. Everyone's there for the party. No, they That's it. the same context.
1: <laughs> okay. It's a social okay. event. <laughs> All right. If All I right. was, if I like walked downstairs and Downton was on TV. I would sit down and watch at least a minute or two just to see what episode it was to jog my memory.
0: You have to go to work. It's it's almost nine o'clock in the morning. You you got I've been be at, there, I, I've
1: been at work for an hour at that point. Okay, all right. Look, as a kid, I would wake up at six thirty to watch Beast Wars. So you know, if you told me there was some Downton content on it like six thirty, I would make it work. Mm-hmm. But we've all we've gone far off the off base here.
0: Yeah. What what, what are we attacking, Dave? What are the, some of the topics that we're going to run through in, in our listings?
1: Well, what happened was we went to our favorite place to find information or ideas, which was both the Lords of Grantham Lounge on Facebook for our former and future Patreon patrons. Mm -hmm. And we said, I I put it out there. I said, we we don't know what we're going to do. We've kind of gutted down Abbey. What do you want from us? And as always. We're out of ideas. We're bankrupt, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Our our good friend, uh, Estelle, who's hanging in there down under told us to suggested top 10 lists because 10 years top 10 and Corey you and i started batting back and forth a lot yeah a lot. (laughs) we said i and i suggested since since we do play with the power rankings which is positive and negative let's do some positives you know five up five down to which you said let's not dwell on the negative too much
0: yeah this is 10 years we should be celebrating we should be
1: celebrating not not being harsh critics of julian fellow's uh (laughs) <laughs> we've given them a, enough of uh, a beating uh, <laughs> inconsistent writing. So we've come mm-hmm. up with one, two, three, four, five different lists to do. Yeah. So those lists are uh the top five quotes, our favorite five quotes, our mm-hmm. favorite five shocking moments. Yes. Our favorite one episode wonders slash part timers. So that's characters that have one season or less of an Oh
0: I broke that into two lists. <laughs>
1: Oh well, I have one. Okay. And then uh, our top five episodes and our top ten characters. mm Hmm. So, do you think? Where do we start? I think I think the low the lob balls here are quotes and shocking moments.
0: Yeah. Well, let's start with some of the shocking moments. Okay.
1: What do you? So this is this is just the things that make us go wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you're watching a show, you're like, whoa, what, and and down is full of those oh absolutely. But i think there's a handful that i mean they just have to be in the top moments and, and this welcome is debate this is a, yeah. a,
1: a difficult list to make without making it all look the same i felt or i uh-huh. found so yeah. i tried to sort of again search my feelings to 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 my inner downton Sorry. jedi to find five moments that are not all uh, what we'll what we'll get into as we start. So and t- to yeah. roll right into that, my number 5 is Pamuk's death.
0: Well, I have Pamuk's death at number 5 too. This is going to be a challenge <laughs> here. <laughs> I mean, it was shocking. But it the is the guy just the context is everything with this one. Th- 3 episodes into a series that seems pretty chast and seems pretty, you know, down the line, we got the the eldest daughter hooking up with a man in the middle of the night and that man just dies. Not
1: just the the hooking up in and of itself is controversial, but then Mm -hmm. he dies mid stroke.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's going for it, and then his heart can't take it. Mary just sucks his soul out of him.
1: That's true. And uh, they have to, it it sets in motion
0: too many seasons of plot. I think
1: this, I think Pamuk carries all the way through to four and five, right?
0: In some ways. I mean, Mary almost car- carries it around her neck as part of her reputation that this man died underneath her, <laughs> uh, to put it, you know. Well, on top of pretty... her. Pretty. Was he on top of her when he died? Yes, I believe. I mean, we don't see, but I'm. <laughs> wait, wait. is that is that known as Pomocha top or a bottom?
1: Well, who's room? They were in Mary's room, so I, I don't know. This, let's yeah. not get into this.
0: <laughs> he got pooped, I thought. I thought he got pooped. Okay. Well, he was mid-stroke.
1: Uh, he, he, you know. <laughs>
0: okay. That's for the listeners to debate. Let's move on to the next shocking moment. Enough on that.
1: Okay, what do you got for number four?
0: I got the ulcer bursting.
1: Oh, that's, I got. That, uh, spoiler alert, that didn't even make my list. I totally... Are you serious? Yeah.
0: That is... Cool. I mean, by season six with Down. I think we there was a feeling that had set in, like we'd seen all it can throw out of us. Yeah, there, there's at this nothing else that can really shock us at all. And we'd seen gifts because you know it aired in the UK before here, and we'd seen gifts of blood and everything. And it's like, what is going on there? And then it just happens in that episode, and the blood is everywhere. And I just remember reading online how disgusted viewers were, <laughs> and how just 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 brutal it was to see. And I mean, for a second there, I thought they Robert they're going to kill Robert off. I mean, the the show is wrapping up. How much more is there to do with Robert? Okay, his ulcer just bursts randomly, and uh, that would be it. But he lived to see another day. But my God, the the amount of blood and the amount of times we send that gift to each other is just a reminder. Like, what expect the unexpected in life, people?
1: I think that uh, that moment is a uh, that moment. It's understated that watching that season, I thought Robert might die at the end of the season. Yeah, because we'd already yeah. lost Matthew. We've already lost all these other people. Isis. Isis, yeah. So, like, <laughs> would it, it wouldn't be... Downton Abbey's not Game of Thrones, but they're mm-hmm. not opposed to killing someone dramatically. But then it's just like, he's just like, hold on a sec, blood. Yeah.
0: I, but it's funny, because and I think we noticed on our rewatch how much they teed up, teed up where multiple episodes, Robert's like, I have slight indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> he's just farting around and everything. It's like, why didn't we catch it earlier, <laughs>
1: Well, why didn't he catch it earlier is the thing.
0: Yeah. Well, Dave, what's your number four?
1: My number four, it's the th- th- thwarting the assassination plot from the movie.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that was unexpected. I mean, who would have thought in the Down Abbey movie we get an assassination attempt on, on royalty? It was, <laughs> I,
1: I remember being in the theater going like, they're going with this. What the hell Branson is going on? Is, why Branson, Branson? Is, <laughs> is trying to be lured into being some kind of radical to murder the king and mm-hmm. what he does is he they get him like he they get the assassins and he they, there's a fight Mary yeah there. and
0: they're and they're just like very good job and, and there's nothing else really you know he's not knighted or anything it's just like well crisis averted <laughs> on with the rest of the movie
1: that's true it and then it goes to Bizarre. the better part yeah. of them it's not the best part of the movie but the does, movie
0: opens with the the assassinator guy or the, the guy trying to kill yeah, the them. assassin. Like, it's so weird. Yes, assassin, not assassinator. But strange, strange, but it happens.
1: Yeah, that's so that's my number four. What's your number three?
0: I got Bates going to jail. That's a good one. I mean, did, did we really see that happening? I mean, they Bates has gotten out of it so many times of them trying to convict him for something wrong, but as a cliffhanger to season two, that's a heck of a cliffhanger. Like... Where do you go from here with Bates? Wait, he's legit going to go to jail. How do you get him out of there? They got him red-handed. And, and it's it, they really sell it, too, with Anna shrieking out no in the courtroom. I mean, Robert goes up there. He thinks he's going to save the day. He totally yeah, he is He's got
1: one hand down, one hand on his hips, and like, well, <laughs> Bates is my boy.
0: Oh, they got me. They got me. I got, there's nothing I can do. And then Bates is going to jail before we know it. And there's a half hour left of the episode. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, and then they They, <laughs> go, to, they
1: go to a bar to reconvene and, like, figure out what they're doing. <laughs>
0: It's just wild. I, I just didn't see it going that direction.
1: <laughs> that's uh, that's Dave, fair. My, yeah, my number three is uh, Thomas Barrow and the Duke, the big reveal in episode one.
0: Oh, the Barrow's gay?
1: I think not only, not only that, but the mm-hmm. fact that this high-ranking individual is, is his only purpose and intent of visiting Downton is to get this letter from, from uh, Barrow so yeah, it is the shock because again this is the the early this is what 1912. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah, it is a big it, it is a big deal. Yeah, and it's Charlie Cox, it's Daredevil, it's a good it's that moment I remember watching episode one, going like, oh man, it's a tough one mm-hmm. to top, in my opinion.
0: I mean, well, you have two things ahead of it, so something definitely tops it. <laughs> it's
1: true, two things definitely top it.
0: Yeah. I mean that that wasn't that shocking to me considering it's episode 1 so it's like I'm I'm in this to expect anything so I I don't know but uh well number 2 I got O'Brien placing soap next to Cora's Ooh, bathtub that's a, that's a good one and killing the causing a miscarriage it's so Her lady savage ships soap
1: who would do that who would do that and it's that that's O'Brien that's the intent too it's not even like it's not even it's not even like an accident
0: yeah no it was planned it's like one of those things where you know in wrestling you see these you know formerly faced wrestlers or, or people who are kind of like tweeners it's like you need to really sell me on what makes them a bad guy you know mm-hmm. and this is what sold us on <laughs> o'brien being a bad person <laughs> was causing okora to slip that's true insane that's true so uh and it, it's a it was a, just a point of no turning back it, i mean it, it haunts the next season and and then she disappears I mean, in the night
1: to get away to get away from her guilt, almost.
0: Right, but really, the Core and Robert, man, it really comes in between them a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, how about How about you, Dave? What's number two? Uh,
1: Lavinia's sacrifice. That's shocking. It, it it's shocking because she doesn't just die. She like Yoda yeah.
0: dies. <laughs> she disappears and the sheets just no, but she you know like she has down. a, you know
1: it's. This whole season, we're clearly building to Mary and Matthew.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: Carlisle's yeah. clearly a bad guy. And Lavinia is clearly a really good person. And keep in mind mm-hmm. how that episode plays out. Yeah. Both Lavinia and Cora have the Spanish flu. Yeah. And Cora's oh, yeah. not looking great. And Lavinia's not looking great. And you're saying, I don't know if both these people are going to make it out of the episode.
0: At the same time, Lavinia is a red shirt. I mean, she literally has red hair. There, there's no chance she's making it out.
1: But Le- I think the. the Her, because it's not her death. Yeah, she she dies and she says to Matthew, "Like I'm dying, so you could go be with your cousin."
0: I hope you enjoy hooking up with your cousin. But that's like that's legitimately
1: Lavinia. Like I don't think I've been more shook by like, oh my goodness, this woman is so like fully realized as a human, and she's so sweet and she's so innocent that she Mm -hmm. does this and dies and it gives everything to to matthew it, it's a good one to it to me it's a shock
0: sure okay yeah well i think number one i feel like it's uh, you can't debate it no i mean unless you're planning it to it's it's matthew no it's not are you kidding me how is that not your number one sybil's my number one. Oh, get out of here get out of here the entire episode of Sybil's death—they're teeing up that she's going to die. They keep having this debate between the doctors and saying you need to do this. The entire episode is bracing you for that. That's not why. That's why it's not on my list because you know, like something serious is going to come. Okay.
1: Well, I thought it was just a baby. I didn't know it was going to be Sybil dying. I think about what left me more. Uh, like, I think with Matthew, I was mad at Julian Fellows. With Sybil, okay. I was sad.
0: But I mean, what does it have to do with shock? This is the most shocking moments. I was shocked. Okay. Well, and you weren't shocked by Matthew dying.
1: I was shocked by Matthew dying, but I was mad, and I won't, I won't, I won't give that the time of day because Julian <laughs> Fellows and Dan Stevens both dropped the ball with that.
0: Well, that's the thing is they didn't tee it up at all. That's what makes it shocking. It's just like, wait a second, he just missed some directions. He took some wrong directions and just, or he just wasn't staring at the road. He sl- He was drunk. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> just keep your eyes on the road, folks. Um. Wow. Okay. I'm. I'm. Uh, well. I that, guess there the, the is sim,
1: the civil thing is, that's like. That
0: she's barely even a cast member that season. She's like off in Ireland canoodling the whole time with, with Tom to go have a baby,
1: and then she's back and she dies. <laughs>
0: okay. Fair enough. Okay. I I cause I there. was
1: thinking my top five will all be deaths if I include Matt, Matthew, so I don't. I I he's he was the one that had to go.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. You searched your feelings, I guess. I did. I
1: searched. I searched them long and hard. I I sat with my notebook for like an hour trying to write these lists. So
0: wow. Okay.
1: So where do we well, want to go now? Do we want to go to the top five quotes?
0: Yeah, I think we can knock this off. Okay. What, what's what's uh well just honorary mention uh no actually no it's not honorary mention it's actually my number five.
1: I to be I'm gonna be totally honest. We spent so much time like digging through notes and stuff. I went with the gut on this one. I didn't do like there's yeah, probably same. insightful quotes. I went straight from the. I searched my. I did my down Jedi. I
0: think there's some very very clear cut ones here. I hope between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Well, what's
1: number five for you?
0: It's what's a weekend. I mean, it's I, I purposely left that one out. I know, and I, I I fought it too. But you can't just fight it when it's on the cup that we got from the PBS special that we attended. Well, lots uh, and lots of things are on that cup. Well, we didn't we didn't get the cup from that special. We had to pay for it as they kept advertising did. to I us did. During, You did, well, I got you back right. There was or, a gift. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, th- yeah. Well, thank you. And and our um, our one of our
1: good fans uh, Emma, I believe, got that from us. So
0: yeah, but I mean, as it was voted on in that episode, I mean, it's in episode one, season one, but it sets the tone for the show. It, it sets you up to know who the Dowager is, and it's just a good line. It is and, a good and line. As we as we always joke, our friend's dad said, "Have me on the episode where they say what's a weekend," and we're just and like, "We've well, been that's doing the a podcast for like six months at that point." <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, Dave, what is your number five?
1: My number five is is one of my all time favorite. Well, I guess it is. It's in my my top five, but it's <laughs> two words.
0: Okay. You bastard. It's a good one. It's a really good one. It's a strong one.
1: You 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 feel for him. Yeah. No, that, that's a good one. And then I guess I would also say the inverse of what he says to his wife. The bait sort of you blank. Mm-hmm. You feel yeah. him. You feel those words. You feel his emotion. He, when sure. he holds Thomas up by the, by the collar, you bastard. It's the best.
0: He's selling it. Yeah. He's he's kind of promo. Well, next comes from later in season one, just because it kind of floored me on the rewatch. And just, uh, it's, it's actually an exchange. Cora says, Edith will care for us in old age. And Robert says, what a ghastly prospect. <laughs> that, I mean, for them to that's speak Edith. That's so Edith bluntly right there. about Edith, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's like, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. number four is is uh, my my dowager quota is met right here, and this has mm-hmm. a um, this has it's a follow up to another great quote that I I use this gif as frequently as it applies. But this is the dowager saying, mm-hmm. "Life is a game where the players must appear ridiculous."
0: That is a good one. And
1: That's a response to Richard Carlyle saying, "Do you enjoy these games in which the players?" I mean, you appear- send that gif a lot. <laughs> It's a good one. It's appropriate. Yeah. Anytime yeah. someone does something to make you feel stupid, just say, do you enjoy these games in which the players must appear ridiculous? I Jesus. should have just put I that. But yeah, I, I do I, enjoy these I games. had to get my Dowager quote, quota in because I know how the Downton fans are about their Violet.
0: Same. Same. That's why I just kind of checked the box. It's like, you know what? Just go for the, the one the fans want. Uh, and myself, too. It's a good one. It is a great um,
1: life. Uh, what is a weekend iconic?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do ask my, that, myself that from time to time. Like, oh, weekend's coming up. But what is a weekend? Especially in this year. in That's this true. age? That's true. What is a weekend? Uh, well, number three, we got a poll from one of our favorite characters. It's Carlisle. And it's him saying, I feel no guilt in exposing you. My job is to sell newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> that is, yes. Iconic. He is telling you exactly who he is. He is a newspaper man.
1: That's true. Well, number three, I have... Another great character, and from a great mm. moment. Mr. Carson, the business of life is the acquisition of memories. In the end, that's all there is. That's, that's, that's sweet. It's very sweet, and it's very, uh, it's very Gandalfian. It's very prophetic. Yeah, Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah. dumbledore Yeah.
0: One of those old wizards, yeah. Well, at number two, I got you bastard. <laughs> that one is <laughs> just... I mean, how many times have we quoted it to each other? <laughs> you
1: bastard. Well, my number two... <laughs> Is it won't be long now?
0: Oh, I thought about that one. I thought, but I thought, like, is that only special because we use it all the time to each other, or is that because it's actually a good quote? I think
1: the fact that we had a couple fans tweet us, "It won't be long now," before that episode had even occurred mm-hmm. shows how how the Lord to grant the them are tied to "It won't be long now."
0: Yeah. Well, at number one, I got another Bates quote. Okay, and it's one oft repeated. I can manage. <laughs> it's a great one. How many times How many times have we said that? And how many times has that just been like a, a totem for, for Bates to carry around when he's just in pain? I I can manage. Well, for <laughs> season one, anyway. Uh, I mean, he, he probably says it to himself in private, too, even in, in jail and stuff.
1: <laughs> he's take, going I to the bathroom. And not, it's not, not coming out so well. <laughs> oh, I can manage. You
0: yeah, yeah they, they take his cane away in jail. I, I can manage.
1: Well, my number one, another two-word, iconic quote mm-hmm. often repeated i think in our social circle too i don't
0: know it's good god <laughs> oh i thought you were going in a different direction no it's the, 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 the what Bates said to his wife that one time
1: <laughs> i said that i think i included that and in, uh, that's a, that's a tie with number five
0: what you you be or <laughs> yeah
1: that that they're the one and the same they're interchangeable okay but number right. one good god
0: <laughs> it, the robber
1: exclamation mean, is iconic
0: the way he says it is, is so in, 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 important to that that quote itself. Good God! I mean, the other thing I, w- I would include in here that's not really a quote is just Cora saying, "Robert, get over here right now," so, or so, something along so like to like that effect.
1: In, <laughs> a- in italicized Cora's angry tone.
0: Yeah, Robert, stop this right now. <laughs> uh, classic Cora, but good God is good one. It's a good one it's a good and it just shows you know you know what Julian you don't need to have the best dialogue you just need to have good punchy lines in which there
1: which is why Downton is so freaking good and we're here 10 years later talking about it still here we are so do you want to get to the one episode wonders and part-timers so i only did i flumped mm-hmm. them together yeah so you can so- you can just like double knock bang bang and then i'll do mine as a combined
0: or how about at number five? I could just give both mine. And number five, you give yeah, your one. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, at number five, I have my tie of uh, on the bottom. This is episode...
1: the going downward.
0: Well, they're my top five.
1: So you didn't do a bottom five for?
0: No. Oh, yeah, I did I had no bottom time for negative. five negative. Oh, so you have a bottom five and okay. I just right. have
1: a negative five. So do you want me to burn through my negative five? Sure. All right. So this is again. Uh, one, t- one so one up wonder so this is guest stars or guest characters or mm. part timers so anything less than a full season so yeah. number five lamest young Albert from the movie we're supposed to believe he means something to the group he gets that in that wine cellar scene they bring young Albert down but who the heck is I, young Albert
0: I barely even remember him I need to watch that movie again
1: yeah he's uh it's a one year anniversary of the movie too so mm. yeah young Albert uh stinks he, he's taken, yep. that to, that could have been given to somebody else. Number okay. four, Mr. Green. Oh, he sucks. Pretty pretty easy to understand why. He's, he's a bad dude. He's a
0: real bad dude.
1: Okay, number three, Susan McLare, Susan Flincher, that's Shrimpy's wife and uh, Cousin Rose's mother, who tries to sabotage mm-hmm. her wedding, who's miserable to Shrimpy. Even though she's blood relation to Robert, the whole family prefers Shrimpy. She's miserable okay. every episode she's on. Yeah. Number two, Edna Braithwaite.
0: I mean, she's, uh, she is a lot. She's annoying. She's she, she's rough. Just always reminding Branson of who he is, and it's like, yeah, we got the picture. We got it five episodes ago.
1: Yep. And on that same note, Miss Bunting is the worst character in Down Abbey. The worst part-timer. Oh, which one is Miss Bunting? The teacher, who does the same thing as Edna oh. Braithwaite, but less malicious. Right. I, I
0: get them too confused. Yeah, they're the same. Yeah. Yeah, no, they both deserve the bottom bottom of the list. Um, let me go through my one-episode wonders. Okay. my I, I think my part-timers carried a little bit more uh, heft than, than what you were describing, but j- for one-episode wonders top five, we got Nanny West at number five. Okay, That's the, that's the evil nanny that comes in I, at the I, top I, yep. of season four, and uh, Barrow exposes her as being a terrible nanny, even though he doesn't even realize it. He's just ratting on her, and uh, lo and behold, she was terrible. Uh, at number four, I have... Kieran Branson, uh, he shows up for one episode as Tom Branson's brother, and he's just the most Irish of Irish caricatures in that household, and he just really riles up some troubles there. That you mm, with know, the beer. yeah, it just portends more uh, trouble for Branson fitting in. Um, number three, Pamuk, it left a huge impact That's within that one, one episode. episode. Number two, Giamatti. Okay, the dude is throwing fastballs the entire episode. He's sinking buckets. He's making quick assists but what's his with name? people. It's Giamatti.
1: What's, his, what's the character's name? Do you even I, know? I don't know. He's
0: Paul G- He's literally an amalgamation of Paul Giamatti. That's, that's Har-
1: is Harold Levinson.
0: Uh, that's Harold Levinson. That's correct. That is correct. Number one, uh, none other than Tofton. Goss, Joss Tofton. He loves to be in love. You know we love him. We're a big fan of him. He, lo- he loved uh, Pat Moore for a day, but really it was her cooking. So there you have it. That's the top five one-episode wonders. Uh, now we both have top five part-timers, right? Yep. Okay. So my well, number Dave, 5 number? Yeah.
1: is the the cheerful charlie. Oh wow, yeah. Truly an understated side character who gets a pretty um difficult first episode where Carson basically tells him like get out of my house.
0: Well yeah, he's blackmailing him with his past as a, a comic uh what is it? Like just a comic Vaudeville, guy. Yeah. <laughs> but then he has Vaudeville. this
1: he has this very understated and sweet redemption story where with Isabel, they sort of mm-hmm. rehabilitate him and get him on his feet, and he winds up being like a ticket taker out of theater. And we yeah. kind of learn a little bit, and with the 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 beef with him and Carson over the woman, it's understated, it's good. really good Carson it, subplot.
0: Even better is when they bring him back. That's what I'm talking his, about. Yeah, his redemption era, yeah, that's, uh, arc is great.
1: That's what, that is what I'm going for. So who's your number yeah. five?
0: Sergeant Willis. That's a great one. <laughs> He always shows up with a bit of bad news for everyone, or he's investigating something. And I think we were saying, like, by season six, when he shows up, you almost expect the crowd to just like clap or, or applaud when he shows up, like, eh, it's Sergeant Willis. Yeah, again. like he
1: gets the <sighs> it's the like Kramer yeah, entrance.
0: Everyone's just happy to see him.
1: Well, my number four uh,
0: are well, is mm-hmm.
1: is Martha Levinson. Okay. She comes in and she says, Look, the Dowager, you think you you think you got what it takes? is it's it's david brent versus michael scott when these two are going head to head
0: well she's only in for one episode right or no she
1: has uh, several episodes she's in
0: wait this is shirley McLean, right yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah she's, yeah, got, she's good when she, she's around
1: she shows up and sticks around so she is uh good very good
0: yeah well this is where my my list diverges because I, I have people a little bit more screen time so i have rosamond at number four okay uh She's always stirring the plot. She's never a main Downton character, but she's always around every few episodes to let you know, like, you know, I'm related to Robert. I'm okay. going to hide this his granddaughter of his with uh, Edith. She's a big uh, big bit player, so. Okay. It's always nice when she's around. Yeah, it's good. Well, yeah, you she's that always they, good. You forget that they hype her up in season one of like, oh, you know, Rosmond, and Then when she finally shows up, it's like, oh, okay, this is a different side of, of the, the Grantham family.
1: Yeah, the Crawleys. Well, my number three yeah. is a tie. Okay. It's two people that really uh, helped e- escalate the best subplot of all of Downton Abbey. Okay. And their names are Craig and Durant.
0: I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are the thorn in Bates' backside.
1: It's a it's, it, uh Whichever one is the cop, uh, I think Craig is the. No, Durant is the cop. Mm-hmm. And I think in 2020. It's good to know that even back in the teens, cops were miserable people who bent the rules to get what they wanted.
0: Yeah, it's just a symptom of history. You know, there's just some uh, some some real bad cops out there. Yeah. Uh, or coppers, as they call them. Bobby's. Well, I, I number th- Bobby's, yeah, Bobby. Uh, number three for my part-timers, I got Mister Drew. He's great, a real great put part-timer. Up- yeah, he's real put upon the entire time, but he carries the weight. Uh, until, uh, I think it leads to his breakup or divorce <laughs> off screen. <laughs> yep. So, uh, it's, it sucked to be Mr. Drew, but he, he, credit to the actor. He carried a lot of weight with them to really sell like the trauma they were going through and it, it worked. And so. yeah,
1: he does a good job of like knowing the burden, but not knowing the full depth of it. Mm-hmm. And then as he learns, you're like, Oh boy, this guy didn't know what he was signing up for.
0: No, he's like, just get me out of this. Why did I sign up for this? Well, who's number two, Dave?
1: My number two is Shrimpy, because I think Shrimpy is a very... Yeah. Uh, thir- he's Every time he's there, you're kind of feeling for him. You don't need... He, he's the other side of the coin to Robert, mm-hmm. where Robert seems to escape by the skin of his teeth, whereas Shrimpy's like, I got to sell Eagle, Or not Dunneagle, um the, Highland the Highlands. Or whatever, the, yeah. And you're like, man, like his wife he you know he's got trouble with the wife but unlike robert who kind of avoids it and life sort of resets he never writes mm-hmm. his ship
0: no and he's a good father the figure there for for rose when he shows up yeah. too
1: and i i, I like trippy a lot yeah
0: no he's good well i got uh mr mason at number two great one he's got lots of heart he, he's so kind-hearted he means so well at first it's like who is this creepy guy trying to you know dote on daisy but he's just a good guy who means well and wants to honor the legacy of his son. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, th-
1: I think, I, I, w- my interpretation of this is like right between your two lists. Mm-hmm. So, like Mr. Mason, I thought about, but I thought he 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 sticks around a little too long to be a part timer in my book.
0: I mean, is how many episodes is he, is he in per season? Like, I think if he
1: in my brain I was saying if you affect the plot of more than one season and it's not like a blip on the radar like you are part of an arc then you're off my rank but again I searched my feelings you searched yours Uh, yeah and I searched my feelings for number one okay the greatest one up wonder part timer Richard Uh Carlisle
0: I mean you want to talk about affecting plot lines the guy affected the entire season two (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah but that's a part-time that's one season
0: okay that's what right. i said one season or less sure and yeah i mean he's
1: and he's not in the whole season there are episodes where they're like where's richard carl it's like oh he's working he's off
0: filming game of thrones yeah he's just off filming filming somewhere he's, else
1: he's, he's at a typewriter going
0: yeah just busy well i number one i got dr clarkson as the best part-timer okay literally that's episode big what do you mean clarkson is not in every episode He's not. That's, but neither is Sybil. And every episode that he is in is much more like enjoyable than the That's ones where guess he's, he's not in it. Well, I guess he becomes sort he's of... He's never a main character. He's never a main character. It's more so, oh, this guest star in a few episodes people liked, and then they started bringing him around more. But yeah. they never they 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 always stop short of making him a main character. Like they could have done that if he had married Isabel or gotten with Isabel, but he doesn't. So he they just keep him at arm's length, and he's not in the movie. So that's there you true. Have it. I, yeah, I guess getting shunned from the movie. Justice for Clarkson. It's a smack in the face to Clarkson and his profession. Uh, justice for doctors. Um, so yeah, that, that's the top five bar- part timers. However you want to interpret it, that that's where we are. <laughs>
1: yeah, and again to all the Downton, or the Lords of Grantham fans like. Hit us up and let us know where you're. Where you would di- divert from our list, or just send us your own
0: list. Part of me feels like Dave. You just wanted to have that list so you can pay tribute to Carlisle. That, that's really what it is. You wanted to put him over. <laughs> hey, you
1: haven't heard of my top ten yet.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> if he's in that too, it's like, well, then what are we doing here? Um, before we get to the top ten characters, though, I think maybe we should go through the best episodes.
1: Absolutely, top five episodes.
0: Because characters come first. Yes. Characters welcome. Episodes, yeah, episodes second it's this really was about a the tough characters.
1: one for me to do
0: yeah because plot lines just carry on from episode to episode so it's hard to like parse one out from others yeah so this
1: is kind of this is like a, a mishmash of great quote moments great moments and mm-hmm. and shocking moments and use of these part-time characters so yeah my number five best down episode is the finale really mm-hmm. because i i okay. just think it ends so nice and neat
0: yeah, I, I struggle to remember what exactly happens in it.
1: Well, Edith aside from just Edith,
0: like everyone getting happy happy endings, yeah, every, everybody
1: gets <laughs> happy endings basically. Edith gets a Edith's nice. wedding is the finale of the show.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a funny twist. Which
1: is you know you talk about your quote about Edith taking care of them as uh, old people. No no no, she outranks all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah right, shows them. And then Barrow sort well, of
1: reaccepted into the gang. You know it's it's a like very sweet. Yeah, he gets his job. His babyface turn is complete.
0: Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Well, see, uh, for me, uh, for number five, top five episodes, the season four finale that we covered again recently, the heist is so fun. And which one is, that? is that? Um, the heist, the Giamatti, and the okay, it's the London season. Uh, we get Hughes and Carson on the beach together too. That iconic moment. Just a lot of memorable moments from from this episode, and it's just a great ball of fun.
1: That's true. My my number four is season six episode three, which is Carson and Hughes' wedding.
0: Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, that's that's pretty fun leading up to that. Because whole, that's that a, whole that's shabang. a good
1: wedding, and we see a lot of like, um, that's where with Hughes in the dress and Carson's mm-hmm. nervous, and then uh, you know where do they have the wedding? You know the the all the lead up to it is good, and then obviously it ends with a Bates a Branson coming back mm-hmm. from Ireland. Or coming back from Boston,
0: right from America.
1: So that's a—it's it, got a lot that's of the That's Right, feels, that was a good, feels.
0: good moment at the end there. Yeah, and Robert's actually happy to see him. He's like,
1: "My boy, hey, Branson, my boy."
0: Yeah. Well, at number four, I got season three, episode three, which is where Edith is left at the altar uh, oh, Anthony. by Anthony Strollen. Uh And this one just really registered with me because it's not manu-fac- manufactured drama. You know, this is just something where it's like. Strawn's been telling her the whole time, I'm not meant for you. We should not be married. And then it really just culminates in this scene where he's just like, I can't do this. And he walks out and it's like, gosh, we saw it coming. And it was just a a train wreck in slow motion, like so many things with Edith. But this one really was a hammer. And the other thing about this episode is, you know, we get Robert shouting down Tom for leaving a single mother behind. One of the all time Roberts dressing down uh, uh, Branson. And we also get Prime uh, Bates in prison. Uh, planting something in, in a bunk uh, so oh, he doesn't yeah. get caught. And then there's also this episode where it's revealed that Robert is actually terrible with his spending, and Matthew's like, I don't know what to do with no, this. Is the episode it, when
1: he's like, this man Ponzi is going to help us?
0: Yeah, it, it, it's like a, a sheep has no clothes uh, moment. <laughs> the king has no clothes moment, where it's just like, wait a second, Robert's just a, a, a dummy. Uh, so it, it's really the prime of down at, at its peak, I feel like, with, with that kind of episode.
1: Yeah, so that was number... Four, so my number three is the season two finale, the oft mm-hmm. referred to best episode of Downton. And I know we've uh, yeah, we've reflected on this one quite a bit. And I do so, I don't think it's the best episode ever, clearly. Uh-huh. But the moment yeah. the proposal is good, it's the end of Richard Carlyle. Mm-hmm. It's a good episode. That is that the one, um, that, that is that the one where they sing together at Christmas, too? Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, they sing. They sing a couple times. Yeah,
1: that's a you know again. This is my the most difficult yeah. list because I've spent we've spent so much time with the show. It does kind of bleed together.
0: Yeah, well, number three for me, it's season three, episode five, which is the death of Sybil. Uh, okay. We get. I mean, it, it really is a powerful moment. As much as I said it was teed up and everything, the the you feel for the, the, the debate that they have to have of like which doctor to go with and, and what to do, and it really like. The, you go from that high—the the joy of her having that kid—the the moment is so nice, uh, and it's funny how there's pictures from that moment that aren't even in the episode that are shared on Instagram all the time. When it's like that wasn't even a scene, or, 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 or where she's like shot holding the baby episode. and, and yeah, Mary and Edith are with her. That never happened. She died like five minutes later. Um, but the I don't think Down ever really construed or, or conveyed the horror of death as as much as in that moment. Oh yeah, and, uh, shocking. Other things Mo- about the that most episode. shocking moment of the show. strong Clarkson episode where it proves he can do his job. And uh, we also get more Bates in Jail, which is always... Any episode of Bates in Jail is better than one without him out of jail.
1: Okay. Well, my number two is is the premiere. Okay. The show starts with a bang. We get to know these characters pretty quick. Mm -hmm. I think the one thing about ensemble shows is they need to pique your interest and you need to be curious about these characters. From the get-go. And I think yeah. the Downton premiere, Mr. Bates on the train, all the stuff with the Duke, uh, it's just good. It's just so good. You care about all these characters. You get a feeling the Titanic is sunk. You <laughs> get a feeling that, that Mary clearly doesn't want to marry the cousin that would be the heir. And she's like, yeah. well, and Edith is in love with the cousin who would be the heir. It's a very good, uh, very good episode to me.
0: It is a strong pilot, and it's well shot. And the the way the music comes in, it's good. It's a it's a good good pilot. Um, number two, I got this, and this may be recency bias, but season one, episode five, the Flower Festival.
1: That is a good it's one. Just, well, you're a Mosley guy.
0: I'm a Mosley guy. I'm a big fan of the Mosleys. It's a great moment for that family. It's a great moment for uh, for the Dowager and Isabel sparring. It's like the, like their first bout of many, which is so good. We get Thomas stealing the wine. Uh, Pat Moore going blind uh, and then Robert and Cora groaning as Strahlen makes advances on Edith like, it, I think when we watched it recently we were surprised at like how many iconic moments were in that episode or mm-hmm. memorable moments and it really is just like a culmination of like everything you love about Downton especially if you have strong feelings about early Downton it's right there in that one episode
1: well sorry early Downton but my number one is the London season Is everything
0: okay yeah so season four, of the finale that I had number five. That's your number. That's one. That's my number
1: one. We got Bates f- yeah. f- for Mm-hmm. The ticket, the lost ticket. We have Carson and Carson and Hughes in the in the water.
0: Yep. It's uh, great. My fa-
1: my guy, Pigman,
0: <laughs> Charles Blake. Yeah. The Royals no. are
1: there. You know, it's it's like Downton, Downton at its Downtoniest before the movie came out. It's the it's Julian yeah. Fellowes' biggest flex before the movie, I think.
0: Well, I, you know, in putting this c- together, this list, and not to give my way my number one just yet, I pretty much chose entirely episodes from the first three seasons, and then uh, the season four finale, because I felt like that season four finale was almost like you know, the Christmas special. It was a makeup, you know, it was two months removed from season four, which is inarguably probably the worst uh, of Downton. Yeah, uh, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, just like a makeup, like this season was dreary with everything with Anna and all the endless stuff going on with Mary and stuff. That episode was so fun. It was like almost like this is what it should be. And really, I mean, season five and six are kind of correctives even more on season four and that in that direction. They five don't isn't drop, great though. I think five. No, because f- they, they don't drop the Anna plot line. They keep it going for another season for whatever and reason. And
1: we're still dealing with um,
0: Mary's suitors yep. again. Uh, so it, th- that's problem five, and six is just kind of too much of a, of a bow on everything. Yeah, and I think that's, you know?
1: the, looking at it from, this was the hardest list for me to write. I'm sure if I could actually reintegrate myself into the world of Downton Abbey a little more deeply and not just mm-hmm. search my feelings and look online and read read synopsis, synopses, yeah, my top five list might look different. But, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, my number one, Dave, is your number three. It's a season two, episode two, Christmas episode. And I, I know even when we reviewed it a couple times now, we're like, is it really the best episode? And I just sat there and I thought about it for a while. The trial of John Bates is so strong. It's so compelling. Okay. It really is gripping. Like, you know, this man's life is in these people's hands and there's just nothing they can do about it. It's just going south. The proposal from to Matthew to, to Mary Iconic. is probably one of the best moments of the entire series, just flat out. And yes, there's stupid stuff with a Ouija board in the episode. But that's, that a, that's almost absolutely stupid. at its,
1: that, that's like bad Downton at its best.
0: Well, it, well, just playing on the fact that Daisy's kind of not that smart and she believes a Ouija board.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, like it's sort of a, a, a D plot, but it's like silly enough that you're like, all right, I'll 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 sit through this without getting too upset with things.
0: Yeah, but we get the last stand of Richard Carlyle in this episode. where <laughs> yeah. he just won't allow it. I'll, and I'll make a
1: profit. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, and the the tip of his hat at the end of the episode where he's just like, I'm the I'll be just fine. Ah, oh, man, yeah, perfect. It, it really is like it's just got the highest highs and and just like the most gripping drama that you could true, ask for. True, true. That, that's why that's why you know what I just got to go with the fans. I got to go with what they they said and and what I agree with. It's the best episode. It's just peaked out.
1: All right, so now on to the main event: our top ten mm-hmm. characters.
0: This is this required a lot of soul searching and, and thought. true. It is true,
1: and uh, it's funny doing this. I I feel like, uh, and this goes back to when I was like a teenager watching Survivor, and Mm. I always was I always liked the boys better than the girls, and I was like, because I'm a boy, I can identify. So like, with Downton, I do lean more towards the male characters because I can identify with them a little better. But I did have to like with Downton, you really need to be like, okay, take a step back because this is a female heavy show.
0: Yeah, like I got an even split. It just kind of worked out that way. Okay,
1: well. You want, to, you want to start this one off? Yeah.
0: Let me table set here, and, and this is going to maybe throw some people for a loop, but at number 10, I got the Dowager. Okay. She is a quip machine, okay? <laughs> she she has a lot of the best lines of the show, but the problem with that character for me, I mean, the quips aren't enough to get her in the top 10. You can't you can't dismiss that she's one of the best characters on the show. No. She just doesn't have a real plot line until Kyrgyz. You know, she's just a, a a supporter. She's you know she spars with Isabel and stuff, but she's never the featured player in her own plot line really until Kurtigan. Until like Prince <laughs> uh, Kordigan. Prince Kurtigan, Yeah. So that that's the only thing that really drops is like I wish she just got more involved instead of just being a supporting player.
1: hmm. My number ten, somebody very close to my heart.
0: Mm-hmm. It's Charles Blake. Wait, with the pig man? The pig man is the best. Wait, how does he make the top to the pig man? Wait, what about the pig man? So the pig man is the best because mm-hmm.
1: like Bertie, he's, he's rich, but he just doesn't care and he doesn't make it part of his mission statement as a man. Okay. He that's, comes that's in and he humbles Mary to the point Works that the pigs. with the pigs they have what like soup and coffee or something a cake in the in the the downstairs quarters cuz they're all covered in mud uh-huh. he comes in in my favorite episode ever the london season even though he's like i'm done with you mary you're not going to be my girl and he helps yeah. save the day uh-huh the thing like i said if he would if he was truly a part-timer who didn't have two seasons of an arc he would be number 1 for me for that mm-hmm. list but because he does kind of linger around He's number 10 on the all-timers.
0: All right. All right. That, I mean, there's a lot of characters to choose from. I'm surprised he, he pulled ahead of other ones. But, I mean, that that was a good case he made. Uh, good good work. Mm-hmm. Well, at number nine, I got Cora. Okay. She is uh, stern. You know, when she talks to Robert, it's great. Um, but she's always a good, like, source of calm in the storm with all the, the chaos in, in, in the house. And, you know, the conversations she has with Robert are, are, are just... Essential to, to getting an understanding of how things worked back then, and, and, and you know what what how to operate. I mean, she's got a great plot line with uh, what's his name, uh, that actor, yeah, Rickard, uh, Mr. Bricker, Bricker, Mr. Bricker, trying to show her paintings, but he's really trying to show her more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and, and then Grantham getting getting jealous. She's a good just fight. she's just a good character, and even her, her last season where she gets to to, to take control of that hospital. And I think she was. She goes against the Dowager on that. Like, you know, she's assuming her. Uh,
1: yeah, that's a that's a good. I'm surprised you didn't bring up Clarkson in that because he plays a big pawn in that scene. Right.
0: So I think Korra's just a good, strong character, really, honestly.
1: All right. Well, my number nine is your number 10. It's the Dowager. Okay. Sorry about your luck. Mm. Congratulations. You you played yourself, Dowager. You, you She's the Tyrion Lannister of this show. She just quips and quips and quips and quips. But at the end of the day, she's not the most interesting character
0: yeah that's fair she's the best I mean, supporting she, character look she can win all the emmys she wants in golden globes we're not the emmys or golden globes we're, we're just going based on our hearts here yeah and she deserves them we're not taking anything away from maggie smith she's great she doesn't even care about the show so if you're mad at us just watch an interview with maggie smith talking about down abbey she doesn't care
1: that's true she does not care
0: Whereas I'm sure many of these characters, if we name them off, uh, it would hearten them to hear that we thought that highly of their, their character. Yeah, for Bobby Kennedy,
1: would be thrilled to find out that I had him <laughs> at a uh, number ten.
0: Yeah, yeah, Charles Blake, number eight, Branson. Branson,
1: he le- okay.
0: He legit grows throughout the show. He he becomes a better man. He starts as a pervert who, like, is a is a or uh, Um, you know, looking at peeping Tom Branson. Uh, yeah, he's a peep. He's a peep. He's a peeping Tom. He's peeping Tom Branson and, and he works on cars but he ele- he elevates himself. I think he gets a little bit dragged in the mud from repetitive plot lines of, of people telling him to remember thing. himself. Yeah. But I mean, who else takes his shirt off in the show to make a woman swoon? This guy. And and, he, and then, he
1: goes from a chauffeur to having the two best moments of the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he really, I mean, he really earns that approval and, and the, they make the audience work for that too. Like he's, good mm-hmm. good for Branson
1: well I got a I got a fiery hot take coming at number eight it's Lady Mary
0: okay what's so hot about that take
1: I don't know I just don't I think uh our, our friend Kevin is gonna be a little little mad at me because I know he's a big okay. uh proponent of Lady Mary but she she never she never did it for me like I thought that Sybil and Edith both had well then why is she on your list because she's she's she has to be she's Lady Mary
0: Why does she have to be on your list? Because she's iconic. Because she does a lot of, I guess. (laughs) Because of her fashion. I mean, her fashion is the best in the show.
1: I think her moments after Matthew dies, in and of themselves, like taking the reins, helping get Downton out of the red, is very important. She doesn't rank higher as the number two on the poster. Or, you know, like Mm -hmm. if you are to talk about Downton and importance, I would say Robert, then Mary. As far as like these are 1A and 1B. But to me, Mm -hmm. like the 1B does deserve ranking and she does do a lot of good stuff. But juggling the two guys in season four and five is really annoying. Sort of settling for Talbot. And I do like Henry Talbot. It's not great. It's not a good look. And then she seems very vain a lot. But she is, Lady Mary, she's great. She does a lot of good stuff in, in between those obnoxious moments.
0: Yeah, I will say like, yeah, her strongest one is definitely her, you know, coming into her own after Matthew to really take the reins of, you know, turning down into a farm where they can you know sustain it and and working with branson the relationship with her and branson is really special
1: Mm -hmm. yeah that's um there's a lot of good there
0: well at number seven i have edith okay look i mean we make fun of her and everything but she really is an engine of drama on on this show that you can't look away from it really is a, a slow motion car crash that you just can't stop watching i don't know how many times she cried and everything but the the men in her life are always interesting too. A birdie, really good guy. a uh,
1: bit of a dud, but he's, he, his backstory is interesting.
0: He's a nice guy. And, and then, you know, Strahland, what Straland can you really is say about that guy? He's a, he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo, but it's fun to talk about that guy. And then there's also, um, the guy who gets beaten up by Nazis. That they mentioned forever. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, uh, Gregson, Michael Gregson. Me. Michael Gregson. Good guy. But I mean, Edith, she's, she gets put through so much and you really feel for her. And, and you, when she has that wedding at the end of season six it's, it, six, it's really like good for her. And you really feel it because you yes. know you know what she's going so through.
1: If her car wreck is her car flipping over twenty five times in mm-hmm. this narrative of the show, the car lands on its wheels and it somehow made of gold at the end of it. Yeah, it keeps going. She just keeps she just gets there. Well my number seven yeah, Well who's
0: number seven yeah is Cora.
1: Underrated. Sure. Very important. Fair. You know, we talk about the soap with uh O'Brien. Important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that sort of – that moment where she's pregnant is like we forget how like, whoa, this could change the world of Dallin. And that's like – that's yeah. her her sort of squabbles with the Dowager in the early seasons are very uh, enjoyable. It's sort of the – as the Isabelle – I feel like Cora and Isabelle sort of feather as to who the Dowager is going against. Mm-hmm. And Cora has some great moments with the Dowager. Then we get the Bricker stuff. We also get uh, Cora – in turning the- the house into the hospital and the convalescent home during the war, that's sort of her doing, yeah
0: it's good, yeah court's good, court's great, yeah, well, number six, I got carson okay the the guy does his job, and he's always a solid bit of comedy for being for being the the straight man, but not realizing how silly he sounds sometimes. Mm-hmm. But there is so much heart there. With the way he cares about Mary, the way he cares about Downton really lends some reverence, you know, to what we're watching. You know, even if it is an imaginary place, the way he's, you know, talks about it, it's like this. This does matter. This is important, at least to some people, like like him, and just a good dynamic character for everyone to bounce off of. He, he has good interactions with upstairs and downstairs, and
1: and deep inter, like true interactions, not like
0: yeah, meaningful. So shout out to Carson. He, he's a good guy. And it, really, him coming back to Downton, i mean, they, they give it away in all the trailers for the, for the movie. But him coming back in the movie is like such a like hell yeah, <laughs> get back to work. It's, it's <laughs> like
1: when Stone Cold comes back against the Alliance. It's like there he is, he's back. Yeah, the crowd goes he's, wild. He's doing it. Yeah. Well, my
0: number six is Robert. He's a good one.
1: Because all of his dumb stuff is entertaining to
0: watch. Well, the spoiler—he's my number five, Robert, because he's a clown. He's he's, a <laughs> he's, straight the, up clown. he's the
1: luckiest <laughs> doofus in the world. <laughs> absolutely he loses he all should, his money has, gets it from his dead son-in-law who revives uh, him
0: then, and then he shouts at a bunch of people throughout all the episodes pukes like a, like a buff- <laughs> he pukes up blood loves his dog that's the only thing dog. really bad loves
1: his dog isa should have been my number 10 instead of charles Blair. yeah
0: he snogs another woman gets away, gets with, away with it and then pays for the child's uh school yep. even though he doesn't mm-hmm. have the money to do it
1: <laughs> pays off people that blackmail mary you know, like, he's he's a good yeah. dad at the end of the day, but he's a bumbling idiot a lot of times.
0: But he does orchestrate a heist that goes off without a hitch in season four. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he's very, um, I think we talk about Mary as sort of the wind of change for mm-hmm. the the times. But, like, Robert's level of respect and reverence towards Bates when he gets locked up. Like, most people in that situation would be like, oh, that's a real shame that my butler is caught up in this drama, but I should get rid of him to avoid it whereas you know he robert's stands by like him. robert's like until he is dead we're going to presume he's innocent
0: until <laughs> the body drops that's true uh the casket drops
1: you <laughs> said robert you are number 5 my number 5 is anna mm-hmm. she yeah. she won our tournament for the best characters of Downton abbey
0: she, i mean she weasels. She has clay. Not, I would
1: say she weasels her way but she didn't she is a powerhouse If she didn't suffer through the two most depressing seasons of subplot in the whole show, she goes to jail. She is assaulted, and she's a the while Bates is in jail, she's sort of a a, just a a sad wife. But Anna at firing full speed is awesome. I think about the. The London season where she does the dance for Bates and that look on Bates's face, like that, <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> his, the
0: the crack the fa- the cracks on his face that's about to break from the the smiling that is forced on his face. That, yeah, Brendan Coyle uh, well, almost
1: num- died shooting that scene. Yeah, just from
0: having to smile. And, and number four is Bates for me. Uh, yep,
1: he's my number four as well.
0: I think he suffers from having too heavy of the first three seasons and then just kind of fades into the background for the back half of Down and then even in the movie.
1: Oh, and the movie is pathetic. It's like disrespectful. It's unfair. It's disrespectful. Yeah. Even Anna gets but, that stupid subplot with the woman stealing. Right, where th-
0: yeah, but like I, I've, Bates' first three seasons. You can't debate it. They're they're, they're what you tune in for in a, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Aside from the the Mary Matthew romance, that I, I think captured a lot of people. Just the Bates drama. Just like this guy who's just trying to have a job and get through his day to day. Getting bullied he's,
1: for no reason. <laughs>
0: Just because he's limp. Just because he's a, uh, uh, what is it? He's lame. He, he's lame. Bates is and the
1: best rookie season in Downton.
0: Absolutely. You are so invested in what's going on with him in season one. And you're st-
1: limp corrector.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's that's so it's so much episode three. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, that's the
1: Pamuk episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, like, y- that's why it works so much. When he goes to do- jail in season two, it's like, this is unjust. This is not fair. We we This guy has done nothing wrong. <sighs>
1: yeah, it's like if you watch oh, Cheers and then, like, Sam goes to to prison, and there's instead of one setting, there's two, and the second setting is prison.
0: Yeah, and all we get out of him in season four and season five. Why don't you tell me what's wrong? Why can't you tell me what's wrong? And Anna? you kind of
1: feel for him, but it's just not enough to sink your teeth into.
0: Yeah, well, who's number? Uh, well, yeah, he's number both of us. Okay, well, number three for me. I got Anna. Okay. Look, she goes through a couple rough seasons, but she's so good. She is the beam of light in the show to everyone and she even goes out her way to like help other people she's there for mosley they help you know, her she helps barrow a lot baxter barrow yeah she develops relationships with everyone and some of the best moments of the show is you know when mary needs help and she just goes to anna to ask you know well, what do you think about this and stuff and then she helps rose a he, lot yeah yeah sneaks really like, I, I just think i think of the movie too where anna's like telling her like you know you're like the heart of Downton. You gotta stick in, stay in there. You gotta, you gotta stay strong and stuff. It's like, thank you, Anna, for being that source it's of like strength no, Anna, for so many people. Anna, you're
1: the heart of Downton.
0: It's true. Yes, she is. Well, what that was, was your number that was three, number Dave? three.
1: Mrs. Hughes is my number yeah.
0: three. Okay.
1: You want to talk about the heart of Downton? I feel like if Anna is the sort of the one who's like on the surface, or not on the surface, the one who's outwardly like. Mm-hmm. Making all these moves, I think what Hughes does throughout the show is incredibly noble. She's a, a shoulder to cry on for so many people. Yeah, but then we find out how sympathetic she is. She has a, a disabled sister who she's financially supporting. Mm-hmm. She wants to. Uh, is is who is it that open, doesn't she open a B and B? Is that Hughes or is that somebody? No, that's somebody else. That's Patmore. Yeah, that's Patmore. Pat right? Come yeah, on, but, man. but oh no! But there's the subplot with Carson and Hughes trying to buy a house together. She yeah. goes from sort of this quiet matriarch to one of the low-key funniest characters on the show and sharpest characters on the mm-hmm. show. And I think her and her disdain for the upstairs is not malicious like Tom Barrow.
0: No it's, it's perfectly reasoned. Well, at my number two, I got Thomas Barrow. Okay. He's just the most interesting character on the show full stop. like he is the one going through changes just interior and externally. He, he just wants to he goes, elevate he himself from no with glove his job. To glove. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He he's just got angst for the upstairs. He's got angst for the downstairs. He's got angst for himself, and he tries to cho- tries to choose the right path. That doesn't work for him. He tries to align with O'Brien. That doesn't no. work for him. He tries to be friends with Jimmy. That works for him until Jimmy gets caught stroking.
1: Nope. Uh, yep.
0: And it's just a long road for for Barrow to the point where season six, he's kind of on his own, and it's such a good feeling at the end that he you know, he finally gets a home you know he, the, down welcomes him for the first time in his entire existence there and then
1: when it's time for the movie he says I don't want to do I don't want to go to work
0: yeah this is a guy who lost everything buying plaster by mistake
1: yep and then he's living on the bed out of Carson's charity
0: lost ISIS in the woods at one point
1: found ISIS no it was found, became sympathetic for trying to find ISIS in the woods mm-hmm.
0: gets his hands shot in World War One. Uh, on purpose, on purpose. Break dances in the movie. Charles Barrow just—he does the war. <laughs> he's just like a, just a one of the best characters. I mean, he really is just the most interesting.
1: I think he's a little—he doesn't make my my less spoiler alert, but he is—he's. It's just too much up and down. And and he seems oh, he's not like a he, he's like a bad pro wrestling heel for a lot of it. I think at his core he's one of the best, but I think there's just too much outward meh. For so long from Br- you just, just like want, he's so I, hateable.
0: I don't know. He always makes me wonder. Like, what's going on there? What 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 is the deal?
1: Speaking of what but, is uh, the deal, my number two, yeah, mm-hmm. is Branson. The wow. evolution, okay. I think, it's a little creepy in the beginning, but a little bit. Then the dude's a peep at time. <laughs> but then he almost throws a,
0: a. And he keeps telling her that you're gonna love me.
1: <laughs> we 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 discussed it at length, and I didn't like it. But as yeah, you know he. Almost throws poop at a, a dignitary. Uh-huh. He sets a house on fire.
0: No, that's Edith. Edith sets a house on sets a house on fire. No, in Ireland. Oh, that house, yeah, yeah.
1: And then <laughs> so by the time the movie ends, you're like all about him.
0: Yeah, let's we'll see a Branson movie. Yeah. I, I as I was saying they, they they harp a little bit too much on like you need to, you know, go back to your to your old self, your old roots. They 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 play that storyline a little bit too much and the people like Edna and bunting are the worst and the but he is his growth is undeniable he, he really does go from a, you know just a lowly chauffeur to a guy saving the life of royalty so it's pretty great Branson. pretty
1: great
0: yeah well here we are at the, the top number one person let, let, let's just recap quickly so, so I'll just run through mine and I'll say my number one mm-hmm. number ten I got the Dowager. number nine is Cora number eight is Branson number seven is, is Edith Six is Carson, five is Robert, four is Bates, three is Anna, two is Barrow, number one is Hughes. Number one is It has is to Hughes. be Hughes. It has to be. She is the beacon of good in this show. And in like, as much as you know, Anna gets goes through rough patches. Hughes doesn't have to get thrown through that. She she's just there as a as a personal support for everyone. Yes, she has a cancer scare and stuff, and that is so sweet to see how pat moore is there for her and the how they get through that but really you know her relationship with carson whereas carson has to play the bad cop sometimes he's always the good cop and it's 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 just i don't know you can't not like Hughes. she's such a good person and she's there when it matters Mm -hmm. and when it counts interesting that's bold what do you mean is interesting she's a good no not
1: that not the choice but you making the choices is interesting
0: okay so well, I'll Dave, re- I'll recap
1: my so t- Charles Blake, Violet, Mary, <laughs> Cora, Robert, Anna Bates.
0: Charles Blake over here.
1: <laughs> Branson, number 1. <clears throat> He's got to be the bad cop sometimes. Mr. Carson. Yeah. His reverence no, for John Abbey is is real. Mhm. He's the best. He softens yeah. up a little bit by really the is end You see like I think it's I think Julian Fellows plays hard and loose with who can be progressive and the fact that everyone is so cool with Barrow at the time. Carson's like, mm-hmm. "Well, let's just not talk about that." But then Car- later yeah. with Barrow's story, you know, Carson's like, "I got to let you in, man. I'm, you know, like thank you for helping me." Carson has a lot of scares, a lot of health scares. Yeah. And they, getting him called off the bench in the movie, iconic. It's "Will you come back to I- Downton?" I- oh hell, yeah. <laughs>
0: Isn't it fitting that that's our, our number ones? Because really, they, the way they play off each other is just some of the best moments. down. I was waiting know? for and it. that's
1: I, I didn't. I, I thought you were going to drop the drop Mosley at number one. I said, no way. Why
0: would I put Mosley at number one? He doesn't on even man. hit your
1: top ten. He's yeah. one of your favorites. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like Mosley. I'm not going to put him over with one of these other characters. Like, if I had to actually rank beyond the top ten, Mary would be number eleven. Mm-hmm. She doesn't make top ten because she just never has my favorite plot lines. I don't like any of her storylines. They're just all like, I need a man. And, or like I need to work on the farm and it's just like uh, okay I, 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 like, I like the farm one but like you're, she's so preoccupied with these lame duds of men um, especially after Matthew and, and the problem with Matthew is just the way he ghosts it, it's just incomplete yeah like I think so, Matthew
1: and Sybil both you just like you didn't you didn't sink your teeth in long enough to do enough good
0: yeah well apparently for you Charles Blake it was more than enough oh yeah but well that's, it's, it's favorites he he does the it would be 11 would be Mary 12 would be Patmore. I think okay. because Pat, Pat
1: Moore definitely is right nibbling at the top 10
0: she has so many good moments and her berating Daisy is just always a highlight of every episode
1: it's like in episode 1 you're like I want to know more about this weird middle aged lady who keeps yelling at this little kid
0: yeah uh, 13 I would have uh, so it would be Mary uh, Patmore uh, then I would have Matthew at 13 I think like he earns his keep for for those first couple seasons and then into season 3 he's a strong presence like I th- if we didn't know that he was dying and you watched those first three seasons you'd walk away before the Christmas special saying like Matthew's one of the best easily
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then after that I'd have Daisy then Mosley Daisy, so Mosley would be Moseley, like ugh no are you kidding me Daisy she learns how to read and, and math and all that stuff that's not my this is my favorite Daisy's not my favorite well who's on the fringe who's on the fringe for you Patmore for sure Edith okay. for sure um, oh yeah Edith didn't even make top 10 for you Edith wow. didn't
1: make the top 10 for me um, Jeez. all time that's the I wouldn't not Matthew not, not Sybil there's not enough
0: yeah Sybil Sybil is yeah, a good she...
1: character I would say Sybil is a great you season know, 2 for Sybil is
0: very strong she's a strong um, season
1: 2 um. Yeah, you know. but, it's
0: almost, but the problem with Sybil is it's always drawn as someone who's, um, in reaction to her parents in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. like you know, She's always rebellious. pushing back on them. Yeah. So I mean, I get that's her character, but I wish there was a little bit more, of a dynamic there than just you know being an opposing force.
1: I think there's a lot of fun character. I, like I would put I would put Doctor Clarkson Nibbling at the top ten because I think he well, he, he does he's a lot too of busy important.
0: being a, a top five part time player, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are our lists for down listeners. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think we're crazy?
2: Yeah, Let we us need know. to know. Uh,
0: you know, we took we searched our hearts. We hope you're searching yours. But uh, ten years of down, here we are, man. It's been it's been a ride. It
1: has been. This is a fun episode. I'm glad we did this. This was a nice a nice celebration. Happy happy anniversary, Down Abbey. Happy birthday, Down Abbey. I guess whatever you want to call it.
0: What, what what do we do next in terms of down stuff we haven't done? <laughs> It's so been a year the since the books. movie.
1: We have a we have a pal that we need to hit up who who is a uh, recently oh, gotten yeah, into Downton Abbey and and well that too. So we have a couple friends that are involved in and have some relationship to Downton Abbey things. that are yeah things that we want to do. So there's a there's some stones to uncover for sure. Sure. And if you have idea, if you say, man, I wish these guys had done this with Downton
0: Abbey, let us know. <laughs> Watch the season two finale again. <laughs> Maybe not. For the fourth time. Okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, look, if, if the demand was there around Christmas, I might do it,
1: but not before then.
0: I, I, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, we've watched a lot of these episodes so many times now. Um, but yeah, Dave, is there anything else we want to talk about this week?
1: Uh, this is a bit of a long episode. Granted, it's a special episode. Do we want to just recap what we've been watching on TV in general?
0: Yeah, Dave. What have you been watching, man?
1: Well, uh, I took your recommendation. I started The Boys. What do you think? Uh, I think it's it's fun because I just right? I, I just did Umbrella Academy. I finished that, and it was very serious and like mm-hmm. it's it feels very forced and it's yeah. forced aesthetic. Where The Boys is like, oh no, Marvel rules the world.
0: Yeah. It's, it's irreverent. <laughs> it
1: is. It is very bloody and violent and gross. Did
0: that shock you? How how disgusting the violence is?
1: Uh, well, it's by the pre- preacher people, right? So like, yeah. I did do that. So I kind of anticipated it, but it is, uh, it's, it's is a. It's a step
0: beyond that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, for me, season two of Pen Fifteen came out. And I, I talked about this mm-hmm. recently. How the show is so good. I rewatched season one. Season two is fantastic. <laughs> it is still these grown adults playing children in seventh grade year 2000. Uh, okay. Like when, when Dave and I attended that and Dave, there's an episode that covers wrestling Um wrestling in junior high, but it WWE features into it. And there's a, a scene of boys fawning over Trish Stratus. And it's like, that could not be more appropriate or more correct of that. Era. It, oh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> who who wasn't?
0: Yeah. So that show is hilarious and I, I can't recommend it. Maybe, at
1: maybe, I'll, I'll definitely give that a shot. I mean, I'm, I'm, double fisting a few dramas right now so i well i'll throw some comedies in there some shorter episodes yeah and i guess we do uh, we have one one piece of news to drop i guess we do yeah just when we thought things were over seth rollins has come back with a piece of information that's going to change the game
0: wait i haven't been following this what's going on wwe
1: so Everyone is, I mean, I, I hope if you're a fan of *The Lords of Grantham, you're well aware that, that we, we're going to keep updating you on what's going on with Seth Rollins and the Mysterio family.
0: It's the drama that just won't quit.
1: <laughs> so Seth Rollins said, you know, Downton Abbey's about to turn 10. What's something that I can do that can really celebrate the legacy of Downton Abbey and progress this storyline that's been going on way too long? Mm-hmm. He came out with an envelope straight up, straight from Maury Povich.
0: Are you serious? And he
1: said, "Ray, you're not the father.
0: Rey Mysterio's not the father? Are you kidding me? Of Dominic? That's what Seth no, says. No, they're not disputing this again. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Oh, come on. He's already done story <laughs> the storyline. Ray Mysterio they, proved he was the father. He won the, the custody battle in a ladder match for the custody papers. <laughs> no, unless I totally misread
1: what I saw, that's what it is.
0: Are you sure it's Dominic and not the daughter?
1: I think it's Dom. I mean I didn't pay that close attention i- re- I saw it on a wow, website and man. I said oh my goodness i've I've been out of the loop too long
0: <laughs> wow okay well we, we I need to catch up on this. This is some serious news that <laughs> we need um, to have
1: like a, a jingle for the the Rollins mysterio kabuya <laughs> ka booyaka before we talk about it every week
0: seriously all right, well, on that note, hope you enjoyed uh this week's uh recap of down abbey it's 10th anniversary and uh yeah let us know what you thought and you can you can hit us up on instagram twitter facebook gmail you can buy lord's of Grantham merch at uh t republic t public
1: pin tweet on our twitter
0: Yep, yeah. and uh yeah, thank you for listening. We really appreciate Again, you know you guys here. are why we're here, and you know we really appreciate you listening and hope you enjoyed this.
1: And we don't know exactly what's going to come in the next week or two, but th- we will be returning to the new cast of the Crown. Mm-hmm. But we have some ideas bubbling. If we can make them work, so we might we might have some surprises. We might just jump right back into the Crown. We're going to see how it works out.
0: Yeah. All right. We'll let you know. We'll catch you next time. Indeed. So, Lords Grant the podcast. <laughs>